it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Hello, 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 hello. I'm so happy you are here. I'm so happy to be sitting exactly where I'm sitting right now. You're listening to last week's episode or on my email list. You know, I was out of town a ton the last two weeks or two weeks prior. And I loved it. There was a lot of fun in there planned. And there's this things, you know, it's it's true that once you're aware, you cannot become unaware. So I always used to joke about the fact that I was a I was a, a extrovert with introvert tendencies, right? <laughs> and I totally joked about it because I never felt like I fit either mold because I like bounce back and forth. And then I, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, lo and behold, there is, of course, a term for that. It's an ambivert. Boy, was I feeling my ambivert. (laughs) I didn't have time to recoup. So a lot of people make this assumption that because I don't have a problem being loud and talking and being in front of people and doing all the things that I am an extrovert. That's not the case. It's not the case. I am not a full-on extrovert. That's the thing about being an ambivert. I absolutely have all of that crave being around other people. However, when I hit my threshold, and you never quite know what that threshold, I never quite know exactly what that threshold's going to be, I'm out. And depending on what's been going on, I need recovery time and I need my own space. So like (laughs) last week when I was recording that podcast and my husband walked into the hotel room and I wanted to lose my mind. So not fair. It's so a laughing moment, right? You're like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I just need to record for 30 minutes, just 30 minutes. And you have to get done with your workshop at that exact time when I'm halfway through, right? Totally, usually a laughable moment, except for we were towards the end of the two weeks of me not getting my time of how I need to regroup. So I was just like, oh my God. I mean, I I could feel it building up and, you know, luckily I didn't snap or nothing. I did laugh it off, but I could feel it blowing up. And like I said, that's the awareness, right? I could feel it. So I was aware of what was starting to happen and I could slow it down. But Sunday when we got home, because then we came home, we got home late on Friday. Saturday, I went right into a wonderful volunteers meeting with all of my wonderful ladies. That's actually probably another topic that I need to write that down. We need to talk about. I'll talk about it and you'll listen because you love me love you back. Um, (laughs) Squirrel. (laughs) So I didn't get the downtime again. My husband did get the downtime. So Sunday, I was like a lump. I mean, to the point where I am just like, what is going 
on. I have no energy. There's so much stuff that I would like to get done around the house. You know, we have done fall cleaning. And luckily he did start doing some fall cleaning. So I did get up and do some things. And I found myself getting aggravated because some of the stuff screwed up some things and then I have to fix it. And then I'm getting aggravated for things that I actually asked him to do. He did my honeydew. He did a major project on my honeydew list. And then I was feeling aggravated. So I was keeping that in. But I realized that the reason I was feeling aggravated hadn't, okay, I almost said nothing to do. It's not nothing to do. <laughs> was mostly to do with the fact that I hadn't had my recoup time. I have to have those moments back. I mean, even just working for my office, I'm like, oh, my office is a wreck again, but I don't care. It's my space and I'm so thankful for it. I can just sit here and I can leave my papers out. I don't feel like I have to put them away. All my stuff's in, like, it's not in order. I am not an organized person. I don't strive to be. But at least I don't have to pack around all my podcast stuff, you know, worry about worry about my electronics getting busted as we're moving around. And believe me, I understand these are first world problems and I am living my best life right now. I fully understand that. However, my best life also includes downtime, <laughs> recoup time. <laughs> I am not at a spot right now where I want to be traveling nonstop. And I'm not sure that that is ever going to be a spot that I will want to be in. I'm becoming aware of that. <laughs> so a part of the madness per se of needing that downtime and needing this recouping time and being out there and all of that, I know that I'm talking with my hands like like I can't talk without my hands right now. <laughs> That's how much I'm feeling this. <laughs> need to be on video today. So <laughs> I know that a lot of this is stemming from, you know, as I've been talking about in the last few weeks, so much change going on. And I, I even was talking about it to my masterminders that I want to jump. And this time jumping feels great. I am ready to do a jump. It's not like I'm jumping off the cliff into something new. I'm actually more hopping over to, oh, hey, you're already doing this. Let's just continue doing this and get rid of the other stuff. I'm really, really craving the more conversations. And I'm throwing that out there right now because that is just going to manifest exactly what I want. I am craving more joint venture conversations. And I've been having more of them. I wasn't aware and I wasn't looking at it as that because I've got this like idea in my head that, okay, here we go. We have 12 steps, 14 steps. This is how we, we got to build a new business. We have to do a new URL. We have to create a new website. No, remember I already said that. No, I'm not doing that. And I'm fighting that. I'm really, really fighting that of, okay, have to go have a new URL so that I can have my new emails and we will separate things and stop. That's why I can't not talk without my hands right now because I'm like, <laughs> I'm really, really paying attention to that. That this jump does not require a full rebrand. You know what it requires is me having further conversations like I already am every day. And I'm really paying attention to 
okay, so why do I feel like I haven't been going that direction yet? And it's because I feel like I need this and this and this and this. That's the problem I'm having right now. I'm still breaking that that crap that I have set in my head of this is how we do business. The, the old school mentality from way, way, way back where everything gets its own website. Still, obviously, I'm traumatized by that because I, that's still my go-to because that's what you did. Back in the day, you created a new website for everything. Everything. Is that not why I have ValSelby.com? Because then I can have my home, right? So I'm working through that. I am working through what does jumping mean? I'm working through why do I feel like I haven't taken steps forward yet? Why do I feel like certain things that I'm working on right now are holding me back? And I'm paying attention because they're not holding me back. That's the funny thing. The projects that I'm working on right now are actually completely tied into the direction. It's just my mindset wasn't wrapped around that. My mindset wasn't wrapped around the, you're having a conversation with somebody about their business. This is 100% what you've been doing for decades. And this is what you want to focus on going forward. And you're doing it, lady. You're doing it. Have you put together your packages? Have you reached out and and gotten some new clients specifically for that? No. Do I have the time to do that right this second? No, I don't. And that's okay. I'm going to get through the projects that I'm working on right now, which are amazing. And then I'm going to have all of these conversations more pointedly for exactly what I want to create. And I'll jump. Jumping doesn't mean the new website. doesn't mean all of that. So I did want to talk about the whole jumping and the the waiting. Because how in the world do we figure out, <laughs> are we supposed to jump or are we supposed to be planning? What's the best option? Ugh, I wish I had a perfect answer for you about that, but I don't. You know, I talked about the fact that previously, I do believe it was the last episode, my MO always was to absolutely jump. And I did this because my other MO was also not to market. <laughs> so I, I was excellent at setting everything up, sales pages, products, workshops, all of the emails, funnels. But if you get five eyes on your sales page, you're not doing anything, right? So then I would quickly figure out something else to jump into. Did a lot of that. A lot of that. And it was, it was, it's something I'm not going to analyze right now. <laughs> it was a form of hiding. It was absolutely a form of hiding. And then I didn't have to work, worry about it failing. Because if I didn't actually fully market it, then I couldn't have anybody say it was crap. I couldn't have whatever bullshit we tell ourselves when we do not want to launch. I didn't know I was doing that. Okay. So I, that's looking back over years of, of trying to figure it out as I know now that that was always that fear of it not being good enough. Well, if I don't quite finish it or if I don't market it, then I don't have to worry about that because I'm not going to get that feedback. And that's a family thing. I already talked about that. My mom and I talked about that. It's a family thing. I didn't realize how ingrained it was in my head. It's just so normal that I didn't realize how ingrained it was in my head. And if you go to get past your shit, 
that I am in chapter 13. I touch on, I touch on that. I touch on it. And (laughs) my mom and I had a conversation a couple of months ago because of course it's easy to look at other ways, you know, in your family that it's affected other people. Like I can look at, you know, my dad in his comments and it stems from his upbringing and nothing horrible. Okay. I, I want to throw that out there that I had a good family life, a good childhood, but of course we're all going to have issues because they had issues and they tried to be better than their issues. And I'm going to be better than my issues. And my kids are going to be better than their issues. You know, we just, there's always something because we're human. Anyways, if you read my chapter 13 and get past your shit, I do talk about the realization I had with my upbringing and that nothing's ever been good enough. So that's something I haven't worked through, but that is something I'm aware of is that I don't ever feel like I'm good enough or like my stuff's good enough. Or And it was the opposite of perfectionist because that might have pushed me to that direction of being an absolute perfectionist. But instead, it left me like the one that's not finishing shit. (laughs) Neither one of them are good because they're going to be extremes, right? So awareness. And now I know that if I have the urge to jump into something, I have to ask myself, why am I jumping into something? Why? Why am I feeling the urge to jump and take a look at it? You know, like right now. I have the urge to jump because this is right. This is taking 22 years of what I've been doing online, let alone all the contacts I've made offline and putting it in a very focused direction. And it feels amazing. And I'm looking forward to having further conversations in that direction. But one of the weirdest things that's also been happening is this whole planning things out ahead and setting systems in place, which leads me to outsourcing more and leaves me with more time to be doing the cool things like being on the Zoom calls a lot with people and having conversations. And I was just, I was totally laughing when uh, Raven and I, my business partner over at at Bundle Bash, we just had our, our weekly meeting and we all of a sudden we're in flow and all of a sudden we're like, well, we need to get, you know, we have the first two bundles figured out. We, I said, I would feel, you know, we're really good about that. You know, two mindset coaches partnering together. (laughs) We get our wording switched up pretty quickly between the two of us. And I'm like, okay, I would feel more comfortable if we get the next two to three bundles figured out for the year for 2023, which puts us through June, which is like, cool. And it doesn't scare me anymore. Before I was just like, oh my God, what are you talking about? We're working so far ahead. And then all of a sudden we're just like, well, what else? What else are we going to do? What else? Huh? What? So we literally have 10 months out of the 12 planned for 2023 for what our bundles are going to be. And then it didn't stop there. Then all of a sudden we're like, well, you know what? Let's create this product for this. Let's create this product for this. Oh, that's working out to be quarterly. Oh, look at we're going to put out new product of our own quarterly. And it just was in so much flow, but now we can work ahead towards it. And working ahead is such a new concept that I'm loving. I was working in that direction 
probably for the last two, well, goodness gracious, we're almost through 2022 already. So I guess for the last three years, I have been trying to make that switch instead of being right on deadlines of working ahead. And I love it when it works. And then I'm more aggravated than ever before when I'm like right up on deadline again. <laughs> it's like, it's making that worse. <laughs> I don't like end up on deadline anymore. I love it when it's done way ahead. And then I'm freaking out usually because it's like, oh God, the deadline's coming up. I was like, well, yeah, girl, you did that a week ago. You know, you're cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at me. I'm awesome. So that's like the opposite of jumping, right? Now I'm doing this planning and a lot of it. And not only that, I'm loving it. And I've got like systems in place for so much stuff. And the crazy weird thing is not only that, but of course I just went through this certification. And so she, Marie Mack showed us how she does her stuff and setting up totally giving us permission to do the same thing with ours. I am like waiting for the videos. Like, I can't wait to set up this system. And then I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? Cause this girl's never done any of that. You know, I was, I was telling Raven, I'm like, Oh, I just like to do things and not plan ahead. It's for creative reasons. And you know, that's what I told myself. It's like, Oh, it'll stifle the creativity. What if I don't want to do that today? What if, like, how's that been working for me? If you are using that as an excuse, how's that working for you? I'll just ask you that right now. So I can tell you it didn't work for nothing for me, except for bringing me a lot of aggravation, <laughs> a lot of aggravation, a lot of procrastinating. Because, oh, what do we want to do today? I don't feel like doing anything today. So there were some days I wouldn't. And I'd give myself permission. And still nothing got done. But then I'm like aggravated, right? Later when the bank account shows that nothing got done. So take a look at the whole concept of planning and why you're fighting the planning and why you're fighting systems. You know, I'm not saying that you have to plan your entire thing out forever and exactly for our partnership. That's going to work amazing. But we've got systems in place for a lot of this stuff. And there's plenty of room for creativity in between all of the systems. Now, I would say for sure, especially since we're coming up on the end of the year, the over planning is bullshit for me. Like, I can't plan out a full year for my own business yet. I kind of feel like that'd be great if I get to that point. I'm open to getting to that point. But I know in every year past, when I've set a year goal, things have changed and things have changed in a positive direction. And that leads me back to jumping. I mean, full-fledged right back to jumping. Starting Bundle Bash <laughs> with Raven was a jump. And I had already set my plans in place for ValSelby.com before we even had that conversation. So. If I was hard set on, can't, I have this plan, this is what I'm working on, I'm not working on anything else, then I would have missed out on this opportunity that's leading me in this direction that I know is exactly where I need to be going. 
This is why the conflict of jumping or over planning and sticking to your plan is something that my mind just goes, ugh. Because <laughs> I can't give you any one over the other. Because I can give you examples of how both work great for me, depending on the situation. Being open to when it is time to, to jump and knowing when, you know what, I got to stick to what I'm working on right now. I have to stick on this. And maybe I just need it to tweak it and, and put a system in place for it. So if you're feeling either pull, because I've done both of them, I've done the jumping and I've done the extreme planning, both of them as ways to hide from actually doing the work. So take a look. If you're feeling, if you're feeling pulled extreme in either one of those directions, just stop and listen to why. Why am I feeling like I have to jump? Why am I feeling like I have to create the hardest core plan ever? Why? And if you can't work through it, let me know. I'd be happy to get on a call with you. Totally happy to get on a call with you, get it figured out. Uh, I do have a couple of spots open right now through the rest of the year for one-on-one coaching, which means we will work one-on-one, nobody else, no group coaching, just you and me working on your stuff, which makes it nice because if you share stuff with me, it's just with me. And I know when you're venting, you can just vent and we'll work through your stuff and we'll get you a plan that you want to follow through on. We'll see what direction you want to go. All right. Okay. So stop and take a listen to why you're feeling extreme and see what's pulling you in that direction. Just give it a stop. Just think on it for seconds. Mull on it for a day, depending on your your personality. <laughs> talk it over with a friend. Talk it over with a coach. Even just talk it out loud like a crazy person or tell your dog. If I talk to my dogs, then I'm not a crazy person anymore. That's the rules. <laughs> All right, lady. Thanks for being here. And I will chat with you again next week. Thanks for listening to Val Full Volume. If you are done spinning in circles and procrastinating, check out my quick workshop, 14 Biz Actions. Action creates change. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.